0: Welcome and welcome to the, the process podcast. Um, my name is Roman Martinez, and today with me is Jessica Tarin. Uh, say so you can say hi. Uh,
1: hi, Roman. Thank you so much for <laughs> having me and giving me the opportunity to speak with your community. Um, really looking forward to having a great conversation with you.
0: Uh, same here, same, same here. I'm excited to talk about your experience. Um, well, I know Jessica since high school, it's been like a while since we've known each other. Um, and I follow everything that you've done, like on Instagram and I guess on your career and like personal life. And honestly, it just like looks really exciting. I just wanted to talk about that. Um, if you want, you can give an introduction about yourself, uh, like your name, what you do and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, Well, my name is Jessica. I am from El Paso, Texas, but I was raised in Juarez, Chihuahua. So I hablo Español. Um, Then at 11 years old, I came back um, to El Paso. I left my parents to continue my education. Uh, Education has been super important in my journey because my parents always told me that education could take me far in life, and it has. So I am a big advocate for education um, to Mm -hmm. empower minorities and increase social mobility. And I'm currently working as a associate in the client partnerships team at Global Prairie, which is a big corporation and social impact marketing agency.
0: Nice, nice. Um, well, it sounds really exciting what you do. Um, and I just wanted to, well, what we discussed like this past week, I just wanted to talk about how you got to that point. So kind of like where you started. Uh, we're gonna start like probably in college, and we're gonna mention how you got to the position that you're at right now, and. I, I guess, more personal influences that got you to interested in working on that. Okay. So, okay. So, um, well, let's start with college. Like, where did you go to college?
1: I went to New Mexico State University in Las Cruces, okay. New Mexico.
0: Okay, nice. And what were you studying at, at that time?
1: Um, I majored in... I, okay, so I first started in digital filmmaking, but uh-huh. I ended up switching to journalism and media mm-hmm. studies because um, uh, one of my biggest hobbies is um, creating videos. So I thought mm-hmm. that digital filmmaking was going to be the right career for me. But I ended up mm-hmm. falling in love with um, journalism and advertising.
0: Okay, nice. Nice. And what was, what, what was the thing that really caught your eye like under? Journal journalism and advertising advertising.
1: Um, well, one of the first things was that I couldn't like, um, how could I say it? Um, one of the things that I really liked about advertising was that you could use creativity and make mm-hmm. people do something. And for me, advertising or psychology and colors and all those things are very powerful to trigger behavioral change and make people do something. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to use advertising and those skills to make people do something positive.
0: Okay, cool. And so, yeah. So like it with with that that you're mentioning. And what I've seen your content in, like, uh, I guess, TikTok and on Instagram, it looks like, yeah, like, you're you're using, trying to move people in a positive way. And, like, your film film production and, like, advertising, like, go hand in hand to, like, push people, like, I guess, to push themselves more and be, like, more inspirational and motivational, which I, I think it's really amazing. And, and I guess it... I find it really amazing just because like it relates with why I created like the podcast as well, just because I was it just like trying to make people do stuff or like do what they want to do without thinking so much about it. But that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I, I didn't know that you were, that's the reason that you jumped to that like career path. No. Um, and so like during your years in uh, NMSU, like what did you do? Any any big projects that you want to like mention that influence on what you were doing or what made you take your like I guess the the stepping stones to where where you are right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. Well, I joined the advertising club. Since my freshman year, I mm-hmm. always get to get in I always try to get involved in school organizations to just learn and gain experience. So I joined the advertising club and we used to do um, free campaigns for local businesses in Las Cruces. So it mm-hmm. was like real experience. And at the same time, um, whenever we presented the final campaign to the client. Um, if mm-hmm. they wanted to give us any donations, um, then we would use that money to compete in, like, national competitions. So for the first years in my college, I got the opportunity to do to compete in the, those national competitions and do big campaigns for, like, Adobe and Winner's Knit Show, which is like a... Mm-hmm. Food chain, um
2: yeah
1: and um all, all back all back or um
0: like, yeah, the, I mean, like the restaurant restaurant yes. or yeah
1: outback <laughs> yes <laughs> and that um really gave me a lot of experience and exposure to the industry. The second mm-hmm. thing was um having a mentor. So okay. I, I always tried to communicate with one of my professors, Dr. Chung, uh, he's like my dad mm. now. Uh, he <laughs> used to really give me his advice because he already knew what the industry looked like and all the possibilities uh-huh. that I didn't never imagine. So, I mean, I didn't follow everything that he said, but I listened and that gave me a bigger perspective o- about all the possibilities and opportunities.
0: Okay. Cool. Nice. Nice. So I just so, I guess what you got from that, you just you got like a mentor and it, the experience, I guess, in the industry to know what, like, influence what you wanted to do.
1: Yeah, and one of the big advice that I can give to anyone is to try. Since, like, the sooner you try anything that you mm-hmm. want, you you will know if that's the right thing for you. So. Gaining experience in that advertising club um, gave me the opportunity to realize that it was something that I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. with my mentor, um, it's always great to have someone supporting you and giving mm-hmm. you a different perspective.
0: Okay, cool. And, and how important do you think is having a mentor when you're trying to like find something like that?
1: Oh, super, super important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Really, um, I I think, or even if it's not your, your mentor, if it's someone that knows how the industry works or yeah. someone that you really look up to, uh, your mm-hmm. role model or someone that inspires you, they will give you um, a lot of advice and suggestions. So that's going okay. to help you a lot
0: okay okay so, sounds good because you're not the first one to tell me about mentors like i hear that um constantly and like uh who did i talk like somebody that i talked to recently like mentioned about mentors because like i guess because going in like without knowing anything just having somebody like not holding your hand but kind of like guide you it just yeah. it's way better than just you know learning everything from like scratch
1: mm-hmm. that's right
0: OK, cool. OK, so uh, and then how technical and this is this is just a question on whatever you what you did like during your college career. How ten, technical did you get, like, I guess, under journal journalism or like video production to like pick that up? Like, as I know, it was like a hobby of yours. Were you interested in learning technicality or just like like theory, stuff like that?
1: Mm, well, about the technical, um, I I think I started my career since I was in high school with yeah. uh, Ms. Rivera uh, in her video production class um, yeah. because she really gave all of us, I mean, her students, the opportunity to learn how to edit videos using um, really, mm, I mean good um, video editing softwares. So that was my first exposure to like the technical um, side of doing video production and everything. But in my career, it was more about um, developing my creative side and developing Mm -hmm. a lot of campaigns. Um, Yeah. So my focuses are advertising and public relations. So it's a lot of writing and psychology and, creativity
0: okay and okay and now that you're talking about i wanted to touch on the part of creativity uh was it a struggle kind of like develop that creative part of it and apply it to your career did you like struggle on i don't know like find like figuring out something creative and like apply it like was it difficult what did you were you like oh no i got this like I'm a really creative person. Like I know what I'm doing.
1: Mm, Okay. Whenever I have an idea, no one can take it off my head. So I, even if they tell me, no, it's not going to work. I try it. I try it by myself and um, Uh because that's the way I communicate myself. And if they like it good, if they don't good, I mean, it's, it's about like trying and trying and, And like failing and trying something new once again and one of the things that i wanted to tell you about the technicality Uh was that um when i it was my junior year um Mm -hmm. i wanted to do a student exchange program in south korea and my mentor uh he he is korean so he recommended me to go to korea and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go there for the adventure and everything. But another reason was because Korea is very innovative and advanced. So they were mm-hmm. using technology to create something super creative and innovative. Um, so yeah. I, I wanted to learn how to use um, codes to translate a creative message or create mm-hmm. a story. So that was my first exposure where I learned how to code Um,
0: and program things in order to deliver a message creatively okay okay cool so it just like i I, breaking down what you were telling me i guess you didn't struggle so much creatively it just probably figuring out how to deliver it what you have like in your mind but like i mean it, it seems like you you like you know what you want creatively it's just figuring out like what to do to get there
1: yeah and another thing that i struggle honestly Uh is that sometimes i have so many ideas in my mind but Mm -hmm. it's it's sometimes hard to express or communicate all those ideas because sometimes people don't understand so that's why like me and i believe all other creative people have to like do it in order to communicate what what uh they wanted to tell people you know
0: no, yeah, yeah, I, I get what you, what you mean. Um, and, and with that, like, if you're, like, having trouble communicating, like, what would you say? Like, just try any means necessary, or what would you say to anybody that's trying to do that?
1: Um, I guess try to say it again and explain them. One uh-huh. thing that has helped me a lot is using a whiteboard or paper okay. and then draw it. Because people tend to understand with visuals and images. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, if people don't understand what you're saying, just draw it out, um, do a word, and then um, communicate your idea again.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, so after your junior year that we would discuss that... um, that part that you 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 want to go like on your junior year to like South Korea, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you did you go to the like the study program?
1: Yes, I I had the opportunity to um, do my student exchange in South Korea.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. And then, because like, I'm I'm like I'm touching that topic because we're going to touch to the like when you went like abroad like after but okay after that that you came back how was your senior year
1: um it was um hmm, that's that's a great question i think it was very interesting because i came back with so many ideas and um i i had a different perspective about things and life and a lot Uh of learnings that i had over there so i try to share everything that i learned with my community or in my classes and Uh and and just yeah share everything that i learned
0: okay okay cool and did you did you have like any epiphanies like coming back like during your senior year like once you know, right before you graduate that you're like, what am I going to do with my life? Like, what's going to happen after this?
1: Um, um, yes. One of the things that happened to me when I came mm-hmm. back from Korea was um, winning an award of being one of the 50 most promising multicultural students in the U.S. So mm-hmm. that opened me a lot of doors and opportunities Mm-hmm. Um, and they wanted to, like, hire me after graduation. But, like, my God told me that those opportunities were not the best for me because I mm-hmm. had other interests. So, for example, I think one of the things that one of my mentors told me was that there's always going to be opportunities, but you mm-hmm. have to choose the one that you really like. And if there are not opportunities, just look for it. And okay. When I was having um, a hiring interview with one of the agencies, I told mm-hmm. them, okay, like, honestly, I like arts and technology. This is what I do. This is what I like. This is how I envision myself in the future. And they were like, huh, well, maybe we are not, we are not the best fit for you, but mm-hmm. we know an agency that you may like. And I was like, mm-hmm. what's the name? Or okay and and they told uh-huh. me oh it, it's this agency and I went ahead and searched and I fell in love with the mission everything that the company the agency was doing and uh-huh. I connected with the founders on LinkedIn and I was like oh I love everything I love to join and they offered me an internship uh-huh. but I needed to go to Singapore because that creative technology studio was in Singapore and I was like Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no,
0: you're good. You're good. You're
1: good. I mean, yeah, I, I needed a way to go to Singapore and be able uh-huh. to meet all the people working in that creative agency because I, I've, I mean, I, it, I felt super connected. So yeah. uh, one of the ways in order for me to go was to apply for a master's program. So after completing my bachelor's degree, um, I was doing master's program applications and I applied for a a university in Singapore. They accepted me. I applied for the scholarship. They gave it to me. So everything connected for me to go to Singapore. Um, Mm -hmm. It was difficult because it was during COVID times. Yeah. But um, I mean, everything aligned and I was able to go there, um, have experience and then. After finishing my masters, um, I mean, I came back and I uh-huh. I started having those um, thoughts. I didn't know what to do with my life because I the <laughs> agency was in Singapore and I I had other interests now,
0: and uh-huh.
1: um, so yeah, it, it was hard for me when I came back after finishing my masters.
0: Okay, okay, wow, um, that's a lot of, a lot of to unpack. No, like because <laughs> like. I mean that's amazing because like if if first of all having a company tell you like oh I don't think like you're a good fit but we think this company or this like agency is appropriate for you I mean that's surprising for a company because you know they're really competitive they're like oh no like we want you for us or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but well that's in my case under like in as a computer science like major. But I mean that's amazing first of all that they told you recommend that you like to search them. And then what are the odds like that agency being in Singapore? Like I like I would think like oh, it's probably here in the US or something but no it's like Singapore completely different scenario for you or like life. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's amazing and I think it's a perfect transition to like talking about your master's program. but before we do that, um, do you have like any, like any experience like during your un- like under your undergrad that you would like to like say that you learned from it
1: mm, like experience working or
0: what's happening? No no uh, I mean probably like more in the per- in the perf- in the perf- uh, personal like development side like you that you learned like you during your undergrad that you want like share to like who's listening listening
1: um I guess one of the things that I learned was
2: mm-hmm.
1: to speak up mm-hmm. in classes, ask a lot of questions, uh, become friends with your professors, because yeah. um, I mean they will give you advice, and at the same time, it's 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 beautiful creating that type of relationship um, mm-hmm. in the good way. Um, and then what else? Mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) um, I guess uh, one of the big things that impacted my life was when, I mean, during my my career Mm -hmm. um, was accepting that I am not a number. So, for example, my parents always told me to get A's and B's and be that perfect honor student. Yeah. But um I am not a number. I'm not perfect either. So as mm. long as I try it and give it my best then I will I mean that's fine. I don't have to to be like set myself into expectations of other people. Um yeah. So yeah, I think that that was one of the big learning lessons that I learned. I'm not a number. Okay. You're you're not a number.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, Okay,
1: no, uh, yeah, yeah, Go, go, go. Can I say something? Um, yeah. Okay, when I was doing my... Uh, when I was still finishing in my senior year, I was yeah. applying for a master's program, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. I had to do the GMAT exam in order to mm-hmm. get to a master's program. And it was one of the worst scores, like, below 200. Like, it, it was a bad day for oh, me. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah it, it, and at the same time I was like okay um yeah this is not pretty good and I don't think universities will accept me but um I'm not a number so
2: (laughs) yeah
0: Uh,
1: and yeah I mean that was a a random experience
0: (laughs) no but I think that's great I mean you like instead of I mean anybody else would be like oh no like like I did that blah blah blah, like you know get discouraged and everything I mean Mm -hmm. yeah you brought yourself up which is something that not a lot of people do I mean and then just like that reminder like you're not just the number it's I think it's really important to just like not forget that I mean yeah yeah, not not forget that yeah
1: you're not a a test (laughs)
0: score
1: and one more thing Ah, uh, international uh-huh. universities don't care about your GMAT scores, just in United United um, States. So yeah,
0: <laughs> Oh wow, I, I mean, if people knew actually know that, I think a lot of people would like leave to like actually try to pursue like a master's program outside. I mean, that's just a, I guess, unnecessary stress if you're trying to get out like of the mm-hmm. US. It's just something that I mean i didn't i didn't know that i thought it was like standard everywhere Mm -hmm. okay so like we're gonna jump to your master like um i guess master's years um so what what at the end what university did you end up going to
1: uh for my master's
0: yeah like okay like uh, i'm getting getting myself ahead of myself like let's start like uh how you got to like Singapore and to like the agency, like, um, because I offered, offered you the internship, correct? And that was yes. right before the school year,
1: mm, yes. And it was before COVID.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, I mean, how, how was your experience like during the internship?
1: Uh, okay, I'll start by the master's program. Um, uh-huh. well. My master's program um, it is a master's in science in technopreneurship and innovation. And the university okay. is called Nanyang Technological University. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to enroll in that program to learn more about entrepreneurship. That's one mm-hmm. of the other things that I really like. And just technology and innovation and how could you use those things to create something positive and help people. Mm. Um So for one of my projects, um, a professor uh, told us to work with a local business or local startup in Singapore and just mm. help them with their uh, market penetration strategy and I mean for free. It was just gonna mm. be experience. And I was like, huh, I have the perfect uh, agency and business. So I sent an email to the founder Mm. and I was like, Hey, so I'm doing this assignment. Um, It's going to be for free. Um, So um, do you want to work together? And she told me, yes, let's, let's do it. Um, Yeah. So they saw um, my work and how uh, like my creativity and ideas and everything. And they were like, Mm. Hey, um, so do you want to join us? Do you want to for to? Um, they offered me to work for for them and help them in a creative technology campaign. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Okay, cool. And that was um, that was during your masters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I I I don't know. I got a little confused. Okay. And that was like I guess your um, overall project for your master's or was it like, you know, your starting project only?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think I went super fast. Maybe that's
0: why. <laughs> um, no, okay. you're good, you're good.
1: Uh, wh- when I was doing my, my master's um, in a uh-huh. class, um, we had to find a local business and then mm-hmm. doing some like free work in exchange for experience, I guess. And yeah. I reach out to the creative technology studio to offer help. Um, it would be like for free and everything. And after yeah. the project and they offered me to work for them.
0: Okay. And and that creative technology studio is the one that you, I guess, that you're working right now or like the one that you're intern at the moment?
1: Um, I, I used to work with them so for example i I started by help oh that's actually that's um that's one of the pointers that i wanted to give out um if Uh you're interested in working for a company or an agency or anything like yeah create any type of presentation with your ideas and and how they could do this and how they can grow and everything and mm-hmm. for example, I had to do that in my project, my school project. And once mm-hmm. they saw uh, my ideas and, and the presentation, they really liked it, and they offered me uh, the job opportunity. So um, I started working in the creative technology studio as a strategy strategy officer.
0: Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Amazing. And and uh, when. Like during your time in that graduate program, uh, going back, was it like a big adjustment from coming from like a United States going to Singapore? Like, how was that for you?
1: Um, it was, um, a big adjustment in the professional, um, in the professional side because Uh I really liked the creative technology studio that I was working in Singapore, and Uh I couldn't find anything like it when I came back to the U.S. So it was really hard to find a place, I mean, a job that really interested me, like the other agency in Singapore. Um, So that was hard. Um, I struggled to really find something that I liked. And at the same time, I was super tired with everything that was going on with my master's it was a one-year master's program it was very intensive Mm -hmm. um i also i mean i was doing my master's i started working in the agency and i started a small business so Mm -hmm. it was super difficult for me to even get sleep And when i came Mm -hmm. back um i i had to learn how to rest which is something that it was very difficult for me.
0: Yeah. Okay. And do you think that it was just difficult because... And I, I I ask because I see this a lot, that in America or just in general, in our generation, we have this mindset of like grinding and doing a lot of stuff all the time. Do you think it was related to that? Or was it just because you like doing what what you were doing so much that you're like, Oh no, like I don't need to rest. Like I enjoy it too much.
1: Mm-hmm. I think both. Um, I mean, I do things that I like. Um, uh-huh. So, but sometimes I overwhelm myself with a lot of things. So yeah, I, I'm getting, I, I'm, I mean, I'm used to having a high speed life. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was challenging for me um, coming back and, uh-huh. Having no school, finishing with my school, having no job. Um, so it was, like, calm and rest. And it felt so weird. I, I've never felt <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> it's I, I, I think everybody, like, just graduates and, like, just ends up, like, with no job. And, and just going home is like, oh, so this is life without major responsibilities. Yeah, I exactly. mean yeah it's it's crazy because um i mean that happened to me too right Mm. before i started working and i was just like oh well i have no idea how to spend my time like and it kind of sucks because like i guess you're so concentrated on one like goal whatever that you completely i don't want to say like you for you like lose your identity but like it completely like derives your life of like oh what's like even think like what's next instead of saying like oh i'm like i'm having time for myself like i can do whatever i want and yeah it's in it's an interesting concept and i i guess with the pandemic adding to that like layer it just like added like for me it added a like a lot of like uncertainty of like oh i don't know what i'm gonna do yeah. and then i'm in, i'm here at home and it's it restricts yourself of, like, I guess, looking for more opportunities that you could do just because of, like, COVID. Um, but, I mean, when you were like that, did COVID, like, affect you, I guess, like, mentally? Like, was it a thing that you would think, like, oh, like, I can do anything because of COVID or whatever? Or or was it, like, something that you were, like, okay with? Mm,
1: no, honestly, I don't think COVID covid affected me maybe in the Uh way that i don't really speak with people um like i used to now everyone is so scared to just like get in front of people and speak with with everyone um i think that's the only thing but um when all the covid situation was happening here in Mm -hmm. the u.s and and then i moved to Singapore, Singapore was already fine. So yeah. I didn't use my my face mask and all these things. And then when I came back to the US here, it was um, now good and everyone was like free if they didn't want to use a face mask. So yeah. I, I, I didn't feel that COVID um, made like any problems for
0: me oh okay then that's great like, like i want to say that you you got the best situation for both locations which is like i guess didn't drastically change your life or like constricted your opportunities oh well, that's that's good you had like a good like uh a good time then
1: yeah i mean that's that's the only the only thing um mm-hmm. But but I going back to your point, um, I felt mm-hmm. the same way as well. Um um just having a bunch of time and no one telling you what to do anymore, like your professors yeah. or anyone. So it's like, wow, it's it's just me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's me and my thoughts.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Um so I wanted to ask you about your now that you're telling me that that in Singapore, like it didn't changed a lot like you you were there like during the good times um w- like looking at your Instagram like I saw that like, you traveled a lot um how was that for you like did you enjoy it like would you go back like what was your experience with it because I saw that you were like not traveling just just because like you were doing like more learning learning about the culture doing a lot of like um getting to know people and everything so just wanted to know about that and, uh, and your side of it
1: my experience in Singapore. Um, yeah. I think it was very intensive due to school and I yeah. only had um, free time during the weekends. But uh-huh. during those weekends, I really tried to go and explore. Um, Singapore is very humid and there's a lot of greens and hiking mm-hmm. trails. So I tried my best to spend time in nature speak with people, um, learn about the food culture. Uh And most of my classmates from my master's were from China. So I Mm. learned a lot about their culture, their food. Um, I learned some Chinese as well. Uh Um, Another thing that I really liked about Singapore is that it's one of the most diverse countries in the world. And you can mm-hmm. find people from anywhere, and in every like um, I guess I mean mall. There's food for all types of I mean people and cultures. Everyone mm-hmm. speaks Chinese and English and Malay, and mm-hmm. also there's a lot of people from India and they speak Tamil. Um, so it's very very uh rich in culture and that's oh. one of the things that i really like about singapore
0: okay cool and do you have a like a favorite location that you visited that that you just like fell in love with over there
1: ah <sighs> hi <laughs> made me remember of all the things um i guess uh okay maybe um, I have one spot with which is Gardens by the Bay because it's it, mm-hmm. it's super beautiful and it has a lot of flowers. Another spot that I really like was um it's gonna sound crazy, but I miss the restaurants. Some restaurants there. It's the only thing I miss. Uh, the food. <laughs> so I miss like a vegan Vietnamese restaurant and oh. a vegan ice cream shop. And that's those oh. are the
0: only things that I miss. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm hungry and I'm, it just like sounds really good. No, but like I mean, if you like the if you miss the restaurants, I mean like the food was you know amazing. So yeah. like that that says a lot of it. <laughs> like um, and if anybody like if anybody came to you and told you like oh what like what would you recommend them to do in Singapore or what like to do, you know, mm. just for reference?
1: Mm. Wow. Mm. I, l- I recommend them to go to MacReachy Reserver. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this natural park, uh, and you can do... Um, what's the name of the boats, and then you...
0: Mm. Uh like the like, like skiing.
1: Kayaking. kayaking.
0: Oh kayaking. Okay, yeah. kayaking. Oh okay.
1: Yeah, you can do kayaking, you can walk, you can run, um, you can see fish, and it's super mm-hmm. beautiful. That's one of the best natural things um to do in Singapore. The other uh-huh. one is gardens by the bay. Um, another street that I like is Boogie's because mm-hmm. there's a, a bunch of like cheap stores, but they sell everything and there's a bunch of people, a lot of youngsters. There's music, there's food. Um, and then um, Chinatown, it's also okay. full of uh, Chinese culture. If you're interested into learning about different cultures and also in little India like um, it's like you're in India literally and Mm -hmm. you have stores run by Indian people and you I mean you find restaurants, Indian food restaurants and um, yeah it's it's super interesting those things
0: okay I'm I'm gonna make a note of that because like whenever I go because I really want it, it just you just sell it so like good and and I I want to go to that part of like Asia so like yeah if anybody's listening, you know where to go now. Yes,
1: <laughs> Singapore. You can experience many <laughs> many cultures and countries in in one small island.
0: That's amazing. Okay, so now that we went over your masters and your year as a like a master student, um, I just want to talk about like right now. So, what was there, your position that you're working at right now again?
1: um the position it's uh, associates for client partnership
0: okay so uh when we were talking like uh earlier this week we discussed like um like the work that you're doing it influenced on a lot of how you i guess like your experiences like outside of like uh work in your career like you how you wanted to uh help your community uh, Hispanic community specifically. Uh, let's, let's talk about that. Like, um, in your, I guess in your professional like life, what are you trying to, or what do you do that can help out your community?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I love is social entrepreneurship, which mm-hmm. is creating a business that solves a social or environmental issue. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm super passionate about empowering the Hispanic community and just mm-hmm. helping my community um, because I want to see other Hispanics growing and doing a lot of amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's super big on me. And I think... Um, like... How can I say this? Um, I guess every time that I make a decision, even if it's on my professional or personal life, I really Mm -hmm. try to think about my mission and my Mm -hmm. values and how they align with um, the decision that I'm about to take. Right now, I decided to work for a B Corp. And B-corporations are um, corporations that meet the highest and transparent standards of social and environmental impact. Uh And I think that working for an agency that um, promotes all of those things really aligns with my mission and values and everything. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I I always try to work with purpose and Mm -hmm. with a meaning because if not then i won't be interested in doing it okay does that answer your question i don't know
0: <laughs> it it, it kind of does um so i i, I actually kind of the like, guy yeah, does like so What you're um going to that point that the last point that you make that your work it, it has to make meaning and just not like you know just work like for a lot of people, um, that it has to actually make an impact. And what we discussed early in the week, like the 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 job that you have right now, what would you say that in impact does uh, got, and community-wise or socially?
1: Okay. Well, the agency that I'm working right now focuses mm-hmm. a lot of, on community impact. So mm-hmm. they really empower and support all of the employees to mm-hmm. do community service in their communities. And, and I mean, that's, I think that's super meaningful because that means that they're supporting me in my dreams, in my mm-hmm. interests. And mm-hmm. also we only work We I mean, the agency is very selective with the type of clients they work. Um, mm-hmm. They must meet certain criteria in order for us to create any campaigns or like marketing for them so okay. i mean they must be responsible they must also focus on community impact um mm-hmm. and how the product or service that we we would help them promote makes an impact in people
2: okay.
1: so yeah i mean um right now i'm getting involved with the client it's an electric um company um and it's super devoted on making an impact in the community and whenever i'm Mm -hmm. working i feel like oh wow like at the end this will have a huge impact like my work and and my team
0: i think that's that's really amazing because um not a lot of people whenever they're looking for a job they they do consider or think about the impact that they do but it's more of like okay like not as um uh, i guess it's more it's less hands-on than what you're doing um for example like for me like um i guess the impact that i do does help people but it's not like um i'm like one going back to like i'm not a number like i'm one of like a team of 20 and and then that team at 20 is like a like a sub like team of like a bigger team and i feel like and tell me and correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I feel like you, what you do and like the agency, it's more, it's smaller, but it actually has more control of how your work actually influences outside of like when it's out there, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel it, it's it's just uh it's great that you, you do that and you like look for that instead of just like you know, just you know get your paycheck and that's all. <laughs>
1: yes. And honestly, I would recommend everyone who wants to make an impact or, I mean, work doing something with purpose to look mm-hmm. out for big corporations. I, I mean, there's B corporations in all type of industries. Um, so you can mm-hmm. find in marketing or food or a bunch of things. But um, just having the opportunity to feel that you're working for a bigger purpose um, mm-hmm. is very rewarding. And also motivating because, I mean, yeah. you're happy to work.
0: Yeah. Instead of just, you know, you, you dread the Monday. Like, oh, I don't have to go to work and <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, on on that note, I wanted to... Well, now that we discussed that, I wanted to jump into more of, like, what your content creating or creating... That you creating content outside of work, and just wanted to touch on that. um Talking about how you, on, like on your work, like you feel actually contributing and making an impact. uh What What do you do outside of work? Like I've seen your TikToks, but and like your content on Instagram. But like, what? Tell us on your words, like what you're trying to do with whatever you're creating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um, okay, so after, I mean, yeah, I finished school and everything, and I have more time. And mm-hmm. one of my hobbies, like I, t- I said, was creating videos. So I think mm-hmm. TikTok is a great platform um, to deliver your message and and also get viral and I mean no. spread your your word and I mean good positive energy among I mean a bunch of people. So. Mm-hmm. I started creating TikToks and honestly, sometimes it's hard because um, sometimes I just get just three views or maybe a hundred or um, mm-hmm. those those things. But I've learned to not discourage myself because like I'm growing and it's about trying one video and then the next one and then the next one. And also mm-hmm. one of the challenges for me is to find my niche because I like mm-hmm. so many things. I don't know if I should create uh, content about traveling or inspirational yeah. or quotes. And and right now I'm in a stage of, okay, let's try a bunch of things and see which one works better. And I'm um, super organizing myself on Sundays to plan uh. Uh, my videos and about the things that I would like to talk with my audience. And, mm. and um, uh, I've been trying some videos of uh, sharing the things that I'm learning with them with my community okay. with my followers um so um, for example i'm reading a book and if i see something interested interesting i try to just share with my i mean creating a video and, and just post it hopefully yeah. other people can also learn and yeah i mean educating um entertaining and inspiring
0: that's that's cool that's cool like i mean edu- i i I just feel the passion on your end like trying to like share and like share what you're learning and like I mean not just keep it by yourself like you know for everybody to like you know experience it or if they're trying to learn what you're trying like what you're learning I mean you can be like a like a shortcut of like learning actual that thing so I mean that's amazing I think it I think that what I've seen on your content, I think it's great for the for thank the note. You. <laughs> yeah, and thank you.
1: But I, uh huh, sorry.
0: No, no, no you, you go, and then I'll go. Don't worry.
1: Um, I just wanted to share that sometimes it's hard because I doubt myself that okay, mm-hmm. maybe this is not gonna bring any value to my viewers, or I mean, people are not gonna see it. But one friend like two or three weeks ago told me, it's okay if no one sees it, just share your message.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And every time that I had those negative thoughts, I, I just remind remind that, um, I mean, just sharing my message. Maybe someone will find it helpful. Yeah.
0: Someone, someone somewhere, somewhere will like, like listen to it and then be there. like, oh, that that's so true
1: yeah I mean it's it's about even if you can impact the life of one person that's that's enough
0: I agree I agree completely and and don't discourage yourself I, I everybody great like I'm pretty sure they just have self-doubt but how you said it right now like it's just trying and like just trying to like communicate what you're trying to say and I mean you have a lot to say I'm gonna say that Which <laughs> is amazing and, Thank you But yeah Like I think Keep it up For sure Don't Don't get discouraged uh, Right now that you said about Like the self-doubt um, it, That happened to me I think this week Or last week That I actually made something I was like You know Like that's what I'm trying to do nothing not think about it too much as well And just like post it And then just let it go And just like come back And be like Okay 200 views okay that's fine like let's go to the next thing like don't don't stay on the same thing a long time because i mean outside of like social media being being such a fast-paced fast-paced thing like i mean there's no use just keeping your mind in one thing so mm-hmm. so yeah we have we have to keep it up okay so I guess. So, so right now we're talking about this. Um, you can tell us about your Inst- your like TikTok, like the the handles. Um, I'll put them down like on the video so people can like look you up. But yeah, like tell us where to find you.
1: Um, If you want to, I mean, <laughs> uh, people can find me on Instagram on as like Tadine that mm-hmm. Jessica and on TikTok. Jessica Tarin. I know it's. It, I should be consistent and keep the same name, but um, yeah. I mean, it's just my name <laughs> and my last name.
0: I mean, it's easier. It's easier than just you know saying like, oh, Jessica Tarin underscore whoa blah blah blah. Like, it's straight up. Like, it's just your name. It's it's easy enough to like find it pretty quick. I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh yeah, I'm so sorry for for TikTok. It's Jessica Tarin inspires. <laughs> Nah, I really
0: okay don't worry about that like I'll, I'll put it like everywhere i'll like like um so people can click on it and just go to your link don't worry about it but okay jessica inspires no jessica tarin inspires and and instagram is tarin jessica yes okay got it everybody that's listening you know where to find her all right well i don't know if you have any like important message that you want to share to anybody listening uh, before we close out Um, anything that you want to share
1: Um, yes one super important thing for me is um, to tell everyone to speak up and tell your story because your story is very important even if you think it's normal and it doesn't matter it can Mm -hmm. help a bunch of people so tell your story
0: all right, perfect. I think um, whoever is going to listen to to this, hopefully they share whatever they have in mind. Um, share your story, guys. Like, no story is ever ever bad or wrong. I mean, everybody goes through a lot of stuff, and I mean, if you don't, cannot rely on anybody that has gone through it, like, who can you rely on? Mm -hmm. so all right sounds good jessica thank you so much on being on the podcast i was really happy when you said yes and everything i was like okay yes let's do this um but yeah i had a great time um thank you for sharing your experiences and well thank you
1: no thank you for giving me the opportunity (laughs) to speak and share my story and um you're doing great things and I, I can see that you are helping people through your podcast so that's wonderful keep doing it
0: <laughs> thank you I will i will I'll, I'll try to be more consistent this year that's when that's my aim for this year trying to like have more consi- consistent episodes but all right guys thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next one